It's a trap! Hello and welcome to episode 196 of Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I am Tim Dugan and I am joined by my two co-hosts as always, or I guess about half the time now, uh, Carson Ray. Hey everybody, great day to talk about X-Wing, you know, just get a final episode in before the end of the year or um, when you guys are hearing this, it's probably 2020 already, so hey to the future. Yeah, this one will be going up on the first so it's it's been a good year of x-wing and it's gonna be a good year of x-wing i think uh, i've also got john mcdermott here hello everyone took a week or two off and i'm back to finish out and start off the new year with a bang all right so we have a special episode for everyone today we are doing the 2019 x-wing awards it's a fun way to wrap up the year um and celebrate all of the great things um that happened in x-wing over the year yeah, we've got a whole ton of categories we're going to be talking about. We're including pretty much every element of the game of X-Wing. So pilot cards, upgrade cards, characters, factions, all different kinds of stuff. We're going to be throwing out our definitive award winners there. There's a lot of categories ranging from the very serious to the very, very serious. Yes, I mean, this is Radio FFG, so what do you expect, right? Uh, let's get into it. Before we get to the future, we got to focus on the past you know, 2019, uh, huge year for X-Wing, a lot to celebrate. Of course, it needs its own award show, and that's basically what we're going to do today. Yeah, so we, we've broken down uh, a bunch of different categories for X-Wing awards to hand out to. We're, t- we're talking cards here. We're talking factions. Uh, we're talking releases, all different kinds of stuff here. I also want to do the disclaimer that Carson came up with most of these categories here, so I can't speak to their quality and put the official Radio TCX stamp of approval on them. Yeah, but I can give you one better. These get the official uh, Carson Ray stamp of appeal, which carries a lot more credibility, I think. So let's let's jump into it here, handing out these awards here. We don't have any special musical guests or any good hosts. You're just going to have to settle for us. Um, Carson, should we just fire these off now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth saying, you know, we put a lot of thought and consideration in making sure, you know, these are the absolute best winners in every category. Uh, we're going to go through, you know, go through each category, announce the winner, um, and then, you know, maybe chat a bit about uh, why they deserve the win. I think it'll be fun, too, when I'm editing this. I'm just going to put in a drum roll before every winner, uh, and that way it'll get, by by the time we get about, you know, 10 minutes into the podcast, people will just stop listening. Well, see, I was just planning on manually doing it, and then you would get the fun of having to edit those out. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> just tapping on your desk? That'd be terrible. Uh, read the first category. All right. So go. starting off our 2019 X-Wing Award show, we're going to start off with uh, you know, pretty generic start off, uh, our <laughs> best generic pilot. Uh, now, we had to do a little bit of consideration, but when we weighed all the different options, there was really only one that floated to the top here. Um, and I think you can probably guess what it is. It is the Trade Federation drone. Yeah, you know, when you're looking at generics, the most important thing is the cost. You don't want to spend a lot of points on generic. And Trade Federation drone does that the best. You know, just 19 points now, quite a steal. 
it makes me sad that these things are cheaper than TIE Fighters. But, uh, yeah, they've uh, they've done pretty well the last couple months here of 2019. Yeah, I mean, we've been seeing Separatists do really well, I think, uh, building on the success and the efficiency of this platform. Um, even though they're pretty stripped down, two attack, two agility, and three hit points, uh, that networked calculations ability, being able to share calculates between ships, has made them incredibly resilient. They have pretty good offensive output combined with some other Separatist players. Uh, and I think it's pretty obvious that this is this is the best generic pilot option you have right now. But this is a great segue into our next category, which is closely related. It is the worst generic pilot. And this one did not require that much thought when we were coming up with the No, one. you put this <laughs> one down, and I was like, yeah, we're not going to find anything worse than that. <laughs> I think we didn't actually look at any other options. I think we just went with this one right away. This one was a slam dunk. <laughs> so bad. We've talked about it a lot on the show, too. Uh, wish it was good. It just, we just wish it would be so much better. The uh, 2019 worst generic pilot goes to the Blue Squadron Protector in the Torrent. Now, this is not to be confused with the Gold Squadron Trooper, the Initiative 2 Torrent pilot. Which is amazing. Which is fantastic. Great value. No, this one is, what is it, three points? It's more? 28 points. It's three, something three. like that. And it is hot, hot garbage. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the um, Trade Federation drone, you know, even its more expensive counterparts are still all pretty good. Uh, but with the Torrent, it is really night and day between the two generics. Uh, Gold Squadron Trooper, pretty efficient, 25 points, you get a lot. Um, and you just really don't get anything added with the Blue Squadron Protector. Um, you know, you get a talent slot, which, you know, maybe you could spend more points on your generic. Yeah, throw a dedicated um, on there. Yeah, Why not? Just... Yeah, no. Sure. Yeah. Put put more bad cards together. <laughs> so tr tragically, Blue Squadron Protector, uh, our worst generic pilot. I'm not sure what would make it better. Um, it would would it have to be the same cost as the Gold Squadron Trooper? I I don't even know if like one point different would incline me to run it. No, I think a one point difference would be okay. a lot. Um, you know, when you're talking about these cheap generics, each little point matters quite a bit. And being three points more, it's just not good. I mean, the Torrent is not a good ship. It's just the cheapest option is efficient enough to do a lot of work. Um, and so spending more points on a Torrent is not really good at all. The Torrent's kind of like the cats of the Republic faction. It, like, <laughs> it, it earns a Razzie award, but nothing more prestigious than that. Uh, I find the Blue Squadron Protector far less unsettling than cats, but yeah, sure. Uh, Is this John admitting he's seen cats? <laughs> Wait, John, have you seen cats? <laughs> okay. Sure, sure, sure. All right, uh, moving on. The best ace pilot. Um, you know, a lot of options here. I have a lot of personal biases. Um, I think John's personal biases won out on this one. This is just the correct answer. And it's been the correct answer for a long time. They already know what the answer is, Carson. Kind of for the history of X-Wing, this just seems to always be the correct answer. And I guess we'll see after the upcoming points change if it stays the answer. But uh, for right now, our best pilot is Soonterfell. Best ace pilot. Ace of legend. Yeah, I mean, this guy's just always good. You know, some aces are very good in, you know, one meta during the year or another, but Senior Fells just consistently puts up results. You know, 
X-Wing edition after X-Wing edition. Doesn't matter. Sinterfell is still great. Yeah, that, that pilot ability too. Just like the high initiative uh, combined with the ability to get that extra focus token uh, makes Sunter very resilient for having so few hit points. And I mean, I-6s have been relevant in this game forever. So having a strong I-6 pilot, even if they increase the points more, which very well could happen here in the upcoming points update, uh, I think Sunterfell could still be a strong contender even for an increased cost. Yep, good chassis with a good dial, good ship ability. So I think uh, he's definitely earned his place as the best ace pilot. Now our next category was a little controversial. There was some dispute here as we were trying to pick the uh, pick the winner for this one. Our category is the best force user, and uh, uh, it's, it was kind of me who had to be the tiebreaker vote for this one because John and Carson were really going at it for uh, who's the best force user. Yeah, well, John was wrong. Um... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but he, his uh, heart was in the right place, I think. A dark place. Yeah. A hateful place. <laughs> Just a few generations off. Uh, John, you were pushing really hard for Darth Vader to be our pick for best Force user. I sure was. He's the Dark Lord himself. He's, uh, he's my boy. And I don't think Carson or I would deny that Darth Vader is a good Force user, but when it comes to being the best Force user, we had to go with our boy, Kylo Ren. To be fair, I don't think I've ever flown Kylo Ren, um, but like he just does work. Um, he wins a lot of X-Wing games by himself. You know, He just has the whole First Order holding him back, but that's okay. He, he can still put up wins. Uh, he's done a lot of work for the First Order, though. He is the First Order. He has this nice mix of he's expensive, but he's got good middle middle range hit points. He's got really good attack and defense, and he's got those two force chargers there, which are awesome. And then, hey, occasionally, I'll show you the dark side condition card is relevant. Not that often, but every once in a while. No, I mean, he's a three agility force user with six hit points. That's just an amazing stat line. Don't need anything more than that. Oh, he can also boost a barrel roll and... Got really good linked actions. Seems good. Now, our next category, uh, this one I had to get some clarification on because at first I read it as the worst named pilot, um, but it's actually the worst named pilot. So uh, those, I think, are actually pretty different categories if you break them apart. Yeah, well, the funny thing is I think um, we could rename this the oddball award <laughs> and it's still a contest about uh which oddball would win it <laughs> so we went we just went with all of them our worst our worst named pilot pick is oddball because no, our no debate for this was not which other named pilot is worse than oddball it's which oddball is the worst one and i think i think we the torrent oddball is by far the worst named pilot in X-Wing. Like we said with Torrance, you know, you want him to be cheap because it's not a good chassis. It's just so expensive. Yeah, and it's so ex it's like almost the price of two Torrance. Yeah, I mean, you can take the ARC version of Oddball for, I think, less than 10 points more, or the Y-Wing version of Oddball, which I think arguably is probably the better version of all three, um, for, like, just a couple more points. So, I mean, Oddball's just bad. If if you're the best piece of garbage in a trash can, you're still a piece of garbage, right? That's right. Yes. 
and his ability is just not that good. I mean, I-5's cool, but it's just such a bad chassis. I don't know. Um, my favorite thing about the Oddball Award, though, is I think it's just going to keep getting harder and harder each year because I can't see them not adding more Oddballs. <laughs> They've committed to it at this point, so we're just right. going to keep seeing Oddballs, same pilot ability, appear in every ship. I look forward to figuring out which Oddball is going to win the Oddball Award next year. Okay, so we're officially renaming this the Oddball Award? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I'm going to move us along, though, because we've already spent way more time talking about Oddball than Oddball ever deserves to be talked about in any He's on three iteration. Cards, Tim. Uh, Carson, you need to explain this next category name, though, because it's not 100% clear to everyone. The Sabine Wren Award. What does that mean? Okay, so this kind of comes from first edition of X-Wing, where the Sabine Wren pilot just kept showing up on more and more cards as the game progressed um, to where the joke went that she flew every ship in the game. Um, And so the Sabine Wren Award is for the character that shows up on the most cards of X-Wing. This one we had to do a little bit of math and figure out which which recipient actually was the award winner. Um, you know, I had to compare it across factions and pilot cards and upgrade cards. And uh, after some deliberation and counting, we found that the award of the... Sub- well, well, wait, wait, wait. Uh, just a fun fact about this award. This was probably the only other award that Oddball was a contender in. <laughs> <laughs> just by virtue of showing up. But even Oddball was a failure in this regard. <clears throat> the real winner of the Sabine Run Award is... Uh, the man himself, Han Solo, who appears twice in three different factions. Yeah, he's both a pilot and an upgrade card for all the Rebel, Resistance, and Scum factions. Yeah, so congratulations to Han Solo, the winner of the Sabine Ren Award. Well earned. Good job, Han. All right, so up next we have the Big Vic Memorial Award. Uh, sorry, Vic, this was one that I actually did not make an award. Um, but one of our other hosts, I think, wanted to win an award himself. So this award is for someone who just barely misses cut at an important event. Tim thought he was getting an ego boost here. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, Big Vic Memorial Award goes to Tim Dugan for missing the top cut at the Minnesota Hyperspace Trial. By one MOV to uh, Paul Nelson, a friend of Radio TCX. Now, I know this seems terrible for me, but I would also like to immediately give myself the Radio TCX Award Award, where I'm the only uh, member of Radio TCX who won a Radio TCX Award. So now I have two Radio TCX Awards. Rigged. Checkmate. All right. I concede. The game has changed, but the players remain the same. And yes. Tim didn't originally put in that he lost by one MOV to Paul, so uh, had to make sure that that uh, credit was given where it's due. Yeah, well, we can't g- not give Paul Nelson his credit. Paul Nelson earned that one point of MOV over me, I would say for certain. All right, uh, moving on, we have the points change, biggest winner. So this is the uh, pilot or upgrade that after a points change, uh, probably went down in points so that it went up in playability. Uh, Really a lot of good choices for this award. Um, We saw some pretty dramatic points shifts through this year. You know, first year we get to try out point changes. um, And 
I think in general did a lot of good for X-Wing um, and certainly helps making pilots that aren't seen play uh, suddenly just dominate, you know, when they get a really big point swing. Yeah, so our, our pick for this one is one that uh, was not doing so well upon the initial point value, and then when we saw that reduction, we saw a huge increase in performance by this player. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Obi-Wan Kenobi in the other sprite. Uh, not doing so great right away. I actually tried to run Obi-Wan upon the uh, you know initial release of the Republic. There just wasn't a great combo there. It was cool to have a Force user with three fours at I-5, but not a great fit. Uh, but then when we saw that points update and Obi-Wan went down a whole lot, that was a, a big moment for Obi-Wan. We might be a little biased here at Radio TCX, but you know Obi-Wan contributing to our Gen Con win, uh, you know, pretty good. There is not an award for Carson, though, for being the uh, North American nope. champion. That's it goes not to Obi-Wan. In. He takes all the credit. <laughs> and, of course, if we're going to have the biggest points change winner, we're going to have the uh, biggest points change loser, which goes to Lieutenant Dormitz. Yeah, I, fe- I felt like this one should have been Lulo because I'm sad. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, this was huge. You know, whole strategy, the triple upsilons, you know, they deploy right up in your face and they have all these green tokens. So you can't do anything to them that first turn anyway. Uh, and they get to blast you with their four dice attacks. Incredibly powerful. Um, and actually, like the first order, like this, you know, was part of their faction identity was being able to do yep. stuff like this. And FFG later decided you know what? I guess that wasn't a good idea. I guess you don't get to do that anymore. Uh, and Lieutenant Dormitz went up a skyrocketing amount and went from an uh, incredibly powerful choice to completely unplayable. Yeah, that trip Upsilon list was hit hard. And I think what was really the only emergency points update we had in 2019 for second edition now, uh, 2019 was a good year for X-Wing, and there was a lot of great events. We had, I think, my favorite world championship ever, a lot of great events we got to travel to. Um, there was some sad moments, though, in 2019 for X-Wing. Uh, a lot of delays we saw over the year for a bunch of different product. Yeah, um, this was actually a tough category. There was a lot of nominees for worst <laughs> delay in 2019. Um, yeah, I mean, starting with Wave 3... Um, the Wave Four's issue was it was partially released early, um, just a lot of different stuff going on. But I think the most impactful was the um, not a full wave, but the Epic release of 2.0, um, the Epic conversion kits, um, and the multiplayer uh, expansion pack. Um, these probably should have been there for Gen Con. Um, at an early release there and definitely should have been available for uh, Worlds. I mean, Coruscant planned on having them um, as part of that tournament and they weren't there to be used. Yeah, this was a huge disappointment, uh, especially not having any X-Wing content at Gen Con. This is when we kind of expected to see a pre-release there. And then we thought for certain, because they were going to include Epic in uh, the Coruscant Invitational, we'd see it at Worlds. But there was a delay even then that we didn't get it till not even that long after Worlds, just a few weeks after. Uh, that was a pretty sad moment, though, because we were all pretty hyped about uh, Epic Play in 2nd Edition. So not to have that at Worlds and have a big kind of launch party for it was pretty disappointing. There were some honorable mentions, though, for worst delays. Um, we had the Raider-class Corvette, which is, I guess, delayed indefinitely. 
Um, that was canceled due to an overstock in existing yeah. first edition Raiders, um, which kind of stinks if you're new to X-Wing and you didn't have one, because in order to play the Raider, you'd have to buy an old one at full S MSRP and then also buy a conversion kit so you can get the second edition stuff for it. That's pretty rough. Also, the other runner-up is just all of Wave 6. Which we were supposed to have by now and are now not having until end of January and even into February. So feels bad. I don't know what first order players think they deserve more ships or something. <laughs> the entitlement is unreal. No, we're doing fine, all right? We got Kylo. As long as they don't increase Kylo's points a whole bunch, which they probably will, because they have not given a lot of love to first order. Um we got so we got a couple tools to play with. Not many. Very few, All right, actually. so this next one is a fun award. Um, I call it the Justice Achieved, or finally we have Justice Award. Uh, this is for a character that should have been in X-Wing a long time ago and is finally going to make an appearance. Uh, this is the K2SO Award. Uh, yes, yeah, so this this one's pretty great. So K2SO, for anyone who's seen the movie Rogue One, which is a, a very enjoyable movie, it was shocking to see uh, the U-Wing not have a K-2SO pilot because he clearly pilots the ship in that movie. Or a crew, yeah. Right, pilot or crew. There's nothing. Like, anything, yeah. Yeah, we would have been fine with either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even fly that faction. I was offended. Even just a generic one with his art, like, yeah. like <laughs> This was a travesty. Um, and finally, with the card packs... Not even with the release of second edition. Took a card pack to get K2SO in the game. Um, but that'll be awesome once he's out. Should be pretty soon in 2020. And speaking of things coming soon in 2020, uh, we're going to have a points update coming on the 9th of January. So that's next week. And uh, our next category is the faction that we think is most likely to go up in the next points change. Yeah, so who's getting hit hardest with the nerf bat in this next points change? Um, I think, you know, there's a few strong contenders, but, you know, just listening to my heart, it's got to be the Separatists. I think they went just a little too low on their low-end generics, um, those struts. I think that swarm is going to go up a considerable amount. Yeah, and I, I think when you're looking at this, um, you'd hope that the way they evaluate it is to look at things that are generally not good for the health of the game. And having these massive swarms that can ignore obstacle tokens, um, that is generally just not a good part for the long-term health of the game. So I do think we'll see a lot of the generic uh, vultures go up in points and probably see those grappling struts go up in points at the January points update. Our next category, though, a very fun one. This is the Swag Upgrade Award. Now, uh, what this award is is for an upgrade card that you see frequently included in lists, like tournament standard lists, um, but that is seldom, if ever, used. So something you really just attach on there because you can. Yeah, I mean, this this winner is a slam dunk because I think you hear this a lot where like people question, okay, but did you actually use that card or did it matter? And the amount of times people try to defend this card is hilarious. Um, like, I don't think it's ever worth equipping because you might make the mistake of using it. <laughs> yeah, it's more a risk than anything. You might misspeak and then you've already decided to use Jamming Beam. Jamming Beam is one of only, what, like two free upgrades in second edition? So, definitely. and it's still bad. 
Yeah, definitely earned its spot as the swag upgrade. Uh, I, I do think there is a place for it. I could see its value if they ever release a ship that doesn't have a primary attack value, and also if it deals a jamming token, then it gets to deal two damage too. That would be, I think, the category and at what point this would be a useful card. That's a stretch. Jeez. <laughs> All right, now we're going to get to a very subjective category. So this is one that um, there's a little bit debate about. We kind of settled on something, but the most unfun to play against award. Uh, now, fun is a relative thing. Different people extract fun from this game in different ways. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we picked one that will uh, make everyone happy it's no longer part of the game. Yeah, I think one of these is no longer a part of the game. Um, and that was sort of our deciding factor of, oh, well, I guess FFG agreed. Um, and the other one, FFG seems to still think is an important part of the game. Um, the thing is these unfun things often tend to be pretty successful. Um, so as far as competitive X-Wing, they do show up. And I will say too, when we say unfun, I guess we're saying really to play against, uh, winning is generally fun. So if something's good, even if it's unfun to play against, if it lets you win, you'll probably have a pretty good time. Well, okay, so that leads me to our honorable mention for this is R2 Astromech. I mean, really any regen in general. Like, even when you are winning, I don't know, I felt bad. Like, uh, your opponent scores points and you go, well, actually, I, I'm going to take those away and get these shields don't back. Don't lie, like, you didn't feel bad. This feels bad. <laughs> I mean, I didn't not do it, but I felt okay, bad. Okay, North American champ, whatever. There's no guilt on you. I'm making a shrug face, but that doesn't really transfer. <laughs> How about the real winner? Yeah, <laughs> the real winner, though, is uh, four phantoms with juke and or crack shot. Um, this kind of was the spark that really uh, led the way for all the kind of mobile fortressing lists, lists that's technically moved around the board but functioned really similar to how a fortress would work. Uh, and this no, was look, just... I'm moving mm, back and forth in this corner. <laughs> D-cloak, one-hard turn, cloak. Um, so hard. They, they had... <laughs> Really good offensive output. Pretty good defense, actually, with the uh, evade token and focus token. Um, yeah, this was bad enough that it got uh, nerfed basically twice, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the Phantoms went up, I think, a little bit. But then Juke got uh, put up to from, what was it, like two? How much was Juke? Three? Went from Three or four, four to five. five four, and, then and then five to seven. To seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, clearly FFG agreed that this was the um, worst experience thus far. Uh, though honorable mention also to those triple loops and lines, because that was also pretty unfun sometimes. But if you got I behind actually had fun play. with it. It was it was fun. It's a fun challenge. The oops lines were fun. Oh, this is a category I like. So uh, we've really liked a lot of the organized play prizes that have been coming for second edition. There's been a lot of cool stuff here. So we wanted to pick our favorite organized play prize from all of this past year. Um. I agree with the winner, but it is not my favorite. I think, in general, everyone likes this the most, but my favorite is the little the plastic dials. I think they're cool. The oh, I thought dials. you were gonna say a free trip to worlds. Dial covers are great, but our pick for uh, best organized play prize is uh, the Plo Koon alternate cardboard punch. Uh, though really, this kind of encompasses all the alternate punch we've been getting. Uh, like we got at Worlds, got the full Red Squadron. This was a tough one because FFG has really been just doing awesome work with their OP prizes. 
um, so many cool new things showing up. Um, they're all pretty exciting. The faction-specific cards, um, the cool new dial covers. Um, but the alternate cardboard, like when I heard about it, didn't sound that cool. And then once you start using it, it's just really fun. It just sets a really cool precedent for new prizes too. Having Plo's little face there next. And the fact that everyone that participated in Worlds got one, like just for participating, was pretty dope. Like you didn't have to spend prize tickets or place at a certain, you know, ranking to get it. You just got it for participating, which was super cool. Yeah, a good way to sell the idea too, if people already weren't convinced. Once you had it in hand, it felt different to see the character art on your cardboard, to have non-number based target locks, all that stuff was really cool. The specific dials. It's, yeah, they're just, I mean, you get everything with those cardboard punches. It's sweet. So I think shout out to Wade Pichet, too, for uh, being the one to come up with this prize. Dude definitely deserves credit. So uh, I think really Wade is the winner of the best OP prize award. I give him the best OP team member. Nerf Wade. He's too OP. All right. Um, kind of in the same thread, we have the best uh, card art. And and we're looking at this for just 2019. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, reused arts um, for second edition. Uh, but most of those came out last year. Um, so we're just looking at ones that were released in 2019. Yeah, second edition did reuse a lot of art, but we also actually got a lot of new art when second edition launched. And there was cool stuff like Thane Kyrell, who's actually featured in uh, FFG's 2020 organized play article. That same art of his X-Wing flying and shooting at the engines of a Star Destroyer. Pretty cool, but our focus was on new art in 2019, and there's actually a lot of cool stuff. Um, I think just in general, honorable mention to all of the hyena bomber arts. Uh, they're all pretty awesome, particularly the Bactoid prototype. Uh, just a really cool concept art for that one. Yeah, it looks like it's being built like in a factory. It's pretty sweet. In the end, though, we uh, did actually pick Padme Amidala, uh, her art for her N1 Starfighter uh, pilot card, really cool piece. This one looks almost like a watercolor. You get a nice uh, nearly side view of the N1. Looks fantastic and is actually very reminiscent of Naboo and that whole aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, that's a piece of art I wouldn't mind just having up in my room somewhere. You can uh, put it over your old Padme Amidala poster. <laughs> Damn, now people are going to think that's real. <laughs> it is real guys i've seen it can confirm Correct. he keeps it next to his kidster trading cards <laughs> you're the Gross. only one who even knows who kidster is <laughs> no lots of people know who kidster is he's the best character in star wars if it'll even run all right, just a few more categories here. Um, I, I kind of want to burn through these ones pretty quick. Best faction, what did we go for? Empire. Ugh. Yeah. Always. Yeah, they're always at least decent. They're never bad. Excuse me. Least decent. Uh, worst faction was a bit of a toss-up. Because um, at certain points, you know, different factions were at the bottom. But if we look at the overall 2019 um, even though Scum was at you know kind of the top at the very beginning of 2019, since that uh, January points update, they've really struggled for the rest of the year. 
Um, and so they are the worst faction for 2019, which makes me sad. Pour one out for scum. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some new upgrades from the Mandalorian and everything will be better. Oh, we got to get the Razor's Crest. That'd be awesome. All right. Ship that would be most broken if in another faction. We went with Soonfok. Now, some people think Soonfok is broken in his faction as is. Yeah, I mean, if he had some other ace buddies, it'd be a lot better. Put him with Kylo Ren. That would be disgusting. No, thanks. Uh, Now, this is another great one. Most useless upgrade, and it's actually not jamming beam for us. Oh, we talked about this one earlier with uh, with Oddball and the Torrent. It's uh, it's dedicated. Another Republic card. Yeah, I mean, this one you actually have to spend a bunch of points on this bad card. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And it still doesn't do anything. Dedicated, yeah. not great. Rip, R.I.P. Almost dedicated. no ships you can put it on. It lets you, what does it let you do? Reroll a green die. An ally rerolls a green itself. die or something. It's just yeah. bad. Don't even bother yeah. reading it. Too much card text. So right. sad. Best format. Um not extended, not hyperspace. It's aces high, everybody. Okay, uh, this I don't is kind remember of like voting the, on that one. This is yeah, the, I didn't vote for this one. Uh, baby Yoda of X-Wing, you know? It's it's something all X-Wing fans can agree upon. Isn't aces high okay, technically whatever. extended? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Hey, man, you wrote it in here without asking us first. <laughs> Just pointing You're it right, out. it's a subcategory. <laughs> Well, so that closes out our awards for 2019. We are going to announce uh, some of the contestants for uh, one one award category for 2020. Uh, we're actually announcing, we talked about the K2SO award. This is a ship that, you know, uh, a ship or card or pilot or character that should have been included that we haven't seen yet. And we actually have a lot of possible contenders here for it next year. Now, important part about this announcement, though, is it is contained spoilers from... Um, or at least minor spoilers from the Mandalorian and the what? Uh, what's the last movie? Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> it went by too quick. You barely remember. I, uh, yeah, decent, <laughs> decently large spoiler for Rise of Skywalker. So uh, yeah, we'll skip ahead here. Uh, don't listen to this part if you haven't seen the movies yet. So maybe just wait to finish this episode out until you have. Yeah, check back uh, in next year when you've caught First up. off, though, not a spoiler. Uh, Fel's Wrath, for sure. Fel's Wrath needs to be in this game. Everybody loved Fel's Wrath in first edition. Everyone was flying Fel's Wrath did, in did, first did edition. Did everybody actually love Fel's Wrath or just every, like the concept Carson, of Fel's Wrath? literally everyone I know has been talking to me nonstop about Fel's Wrath. Just That's everyone going on about how Fel's Wrath. It's 100% true. Um, mm. And the thing about a Fel's Wrath card, when we do inevitably get it as FFG should give it to us, um, it needs to have an unplayably bad ability, and it needs to be Initiative 3. See, Tim, you say these things, but you don't realize that people listen to you and trust what you say. Um, I think Tim just threw they, all Carson, they So there's all some accountability were. of being a podcaster. They all feel the same. Everybody wants Fell's Wrath. If you want Fell's Wrath too, please tweet at us. Carson will see all those. Radio TCX podcast on Twitter. Uh, and just say uh-huh. the words yep. Fell's Wrath. That's will it. Will do. Um, next nominee though for K2SO needs a card in the game yeah I mean this is the child from the Mandalorian aka Baby Yoda aka Babby Yager (laughs) keep going you're on on a tear he wants some chalky milk chalky milk (laughs) and some chicky nuggies chicky nuggies yeah (laughs) what is your guys' favorite Baby Yoda meme Uh, the sippy cup 
Um, I actually just like the excited uh, face in the um, stroller flying away. <laughs> There's a lot you can do with that one. Also, sad. The sad one is really good. Sad when he um is just holding his little broth cup and people Photoshop things over that. That's still the yeah. best. Like the McDonald's bag, and it's like on my way back from the doctor going to school. <laughs> that one's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So definitely needs to be in X Wing. Not just for the memes, because um, those are going to happen regardless. But uh, I actually think this would be a cool Force crew for Scum. Also, just all of the Mandalorian crews. Hey, man, Maul, Maul is a cool Force crew for Scum. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's not um, good, but he's cool. But I'd feel much better about having <laughs> Babi Yada in my, <laughs> in my fire spray. I- I just want, like, what would be ideal would be to have it be a crew card called The Child. It just gives you a force charge, and then they don't put any rules text on it, so they can just put a bunch of, you know, like, filler text about Baby is, Yoda on it. But it is unique, yeah. Yeah, it has to be unique. Unless uh, Season 2 of The Mandalorian is, like, he just finds more Baby Yodas, and he starts, like, a Mandalorian daycare. Well, but so we can have The Child, and then we can have different versions. I mean... And we need at least one of these per season, right? Like a um, teen car, card in X Wing per season, yeah. Um, all right, so yes, we also want everybody else from the Baby Yoda and Space Dad TV show, um, sometimes referred to as the Mandalorian. I think he is technically his Space Dad now too, right? Wasn't that what uh, the armorers told him? The blacksmith, yeah. She's like, "You're the father." until you find his species. You're as a father fight for to himself. this child, so. He was Space Dad from at least episode three when with the car scene. All right. When we inevitably get, whatever we inevitably get, Mando uh, flying the Razor's Crest in X-Wing, I can't wait for all the alt arts that just say dad, like the fan made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want just a bunch of dads photoshopping themselves. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, so next to the... There was something else in Star Wars that came out recently that we do need to catch up with for X-Wing. Um, definitely uh, Fallen some... Order? Yeah, exactly. Good stuff. Uh, oh, the it. movie. Everyone play Fallen Order. Well, the Order. one that has a title that doesn't make sense, which is why I can't remember the title. The Rise, Rise, of, the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker? Not a bad film. Title it doesn't make any sense. And also, like I know it also wouldn't make sense, but couldn't they have done like the Rise of the Skywalker, a Rise of the Skywalker, so it would fall in line with Revenge of the Sith uh, and Return fall of the Jedi? Fall of Skywalker, I think, would have been a better title. Um, fall, but it's not. That's not how it ends. Did, wait, Carson, did you see the movie? <laughs> hey, Kylo falls. Did, did I leave after the, before the trailer ended? <laughs> it had Han Solo with a dog. Hey, Ray and Kylo both fall a lot. <laughs> Well, Ray's not a Skywalker. Kylo's the Skywalker. <laughs> you just call it pretty hard if you watch the movie. You just call it Falling Skywalker. <laughs> Anyways, um, we do need some either faction switching between Ray and Kylo or just some yes. way to play both of them on the same team. We need, no, what we need is we need a Resistance Kylo flying a TIE fighter, but for the Resistance, it's just one pilot card in a pack um, to, ca- to encapsulate the f- uh, 30 seconds of the movie where he's presumed to be flying a TIE fighter to go help Ray. Worth. We also need Resistance Kylo crew that will pass Ray tokens across any physical distance, not limited to range, and also possibly between different X-Wing games. 
Yeah, your buddy at table two needs a focus. Here you go. All the way to 68. Oh, no. Kylo's all alone surrounded by a bunch of, I don't know, X-Wings or something. But if we're going to get Kylo, we also need Rey in a T-65 with like three Force Charges. Because it was cool to see her and Luke's. Uh, Yeah, this for sure needs to happen. Rey and Luke's T-65. um, Yeah, probably the coolest thing ever. Now, is it going to have, like, less hull because it's all rusty and whatnot? <laughs> or, like, swamp? everything's red. One of the guys <laughs> all red. <laughs> but all you the get maneuvers Ray are and red. Luke's force abilities. If you overlap it, you just splash your opponent You get an S-foils card, but only the S-foils on one side close. So <laughs> you, like, only get a calculate when you link. That's it. You can only boost onto obstacles. That's it. Perfect. Um, I do also want to see a fancy TIE fighter from the Mandalorian with those folding S-foils landing gear. That was just sweet. S-foils incoming, FFG, please. Yeah, we get that now. I'm sure they'll do that one, too. That's got, we got to be getting, I'm sure, what, wave nine? How long does it take them to make these? We'll, well get, don't we'll, we'll make get me the wait for crash. that. The current schedule, we'll wave nine will be like fall of 2023. I've so. never wanted to fly a TIE fighter more than watching that one land in the Mandalorian. It seems so cool when it's not being torn apart by X-Wings. Right? <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, kind of like my niche nominee for 2020 is uh, Clone 99. For anyone that was a fan of the Clone Wars, he was the like weird old hunchback one that uh, Domino Squadron was friends with, and he kind of just, like, died. Yeah, this was actually a pretty cool character from the Clone Wars. Yeah, and I think I would be really surprised if this is not planned by FFG to have him added at some point. He'd be like the Republic Biggs. Uh, Pretty well-known character. Yeah, yeah, I think he's more noteworthy than any of the other clones because he actually kind of looks a little different, right? He kind of stands out. Well, and with the um, re-release of uh, or a new release for the Clone Wars series, I'm sure we're going to get more Clone Wars ships and, and content. So that would be a great opportunity to release, you know, cards for some of those characters that got missed. How great would it be if they just released him like in a torrent? But he was the best torrent, like I six, great ability. Like his entire dial was blue. Like how funny would that be? Would you play it? I mean, maybe. <laughs> John only plays Empire. It's not true. Play scum. Played arcs once. <laughs> I played arcs for at least seven games, sir. That's okay basically an too. imperialist. I mean, yeah. So there you have it. Our awards, 2019 uh, Radio TCX awards for X-wing, all different categories. There. Let us know what your favorite category was. Uh, anyone you you hoped would be a winner there, having just learned about these categories, I guess, when you started this episode. Um, let us know on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Radio TCX, and give us a like while you're there. Yeah, if you actually want us to know, let us know on Facebook. Um, or if you just want to send it into the ether, you can send that to uh, Radio TCX at Twitter. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Come on, man. Wait, wait, wait. Carson, you've said this over a hundred and ninety times. <laughs> I don't understand how Twitter works. <laughs> That's fine. Don't bother going to our Twitter. We got to close that down. John, keep going. What's the next thing? Uh, if you like the show and actually want people to know about it, go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review saying what you liked and why you think people should listen. 
Um, and if you want to support the show directly, please consider going to patreon.com slash radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year, and hopefully it's a, another great year of X-Wing for all of us. Wait, wait, Tim, stop. No, I did that for me. I had my eyes dilated, uh, so I need them. to see where the answers are. <laughs> <laughs> that was not... I thought... All right, that Sorry, makes more sense now. Here, let me just... I was like, no. <laughs> I will put the highlighter back on so you Thank can read. You. That's fun. You should just pay the extra $20 for the 3D retinal it's, scan. It's been a wild like hour and a half trying to like read things. New year, new me. Just kidding. Same old me.